Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. Welcome to Fightful. It is July 24th, 2023. We're here with Denise Salcedo. Denise, are, are you happy? You got everything you could possibly want in life. Uh, I'm sorry, we, what? You got everything you could possibly want no, in I life. No, I don't. Yes. No, I don't. I literally do not. You know, it's funny that you say that because while I was watching Raw... Well, during the commercial breaks, I literally did this whole, well, I'm going to cover this up, but I did this whole, like, what I want from the age of 31 to the age of 32, and I did, like, a full 20, like, 20 bullet point list, so it's funny that you literally said that. Well, you want Sean Ross Sapp to not make any money and live in a crack house, that's confirmed. Um, Haven't you been living in a crack house? I did. I pretty much did. It's so you funny because so I did. So it's so funny. I know you saw, like I had mentioned to you, I got doxxed a while back and some turds posted my address and Billy Batty, that, that, that turd was like, Oi, he lives in a $300,000 house. And I'm like, 
Bro, the house I lived in until last year was like $57,000 and it had a sinkhole. You think I'm ashamed of this? I'm proud of them. I'm very happy about where I live. God, if I ever go to Kentucky, you really need to take me to your sinkhole house. That's like the number one thing I want to see in my life you is your sinkhole there. house. Well, people, I do want to go there. It's my dream. Well, people, what they want to see, Denise, is the actual photo of today when I agreed to give you a raise. Here it is, Denise. Ew! Why would you do that? I didn't do that. Somebody on Twitter did this. That is the ugliest thing I've ever seen. Well, listen. listen. Stop I it. think Hold that on. haircut I need a, works. I need a that screenshot haircut works this. for you, Denise. <laughs> Here's the great news, guys. Denise can now afford to get a perm. I'm dying. That is the ugliest thing I've ever seen. I'm ready for it. But also, Denise, is there anything else you notice? No. Your look neck? Down. What look does your down. neck look like? Look really down, smooth. Denise. Oh. Oh. I fixed oh, the frame. Down, down. I thought we you meant like the... down. No, we fixed the frame, Denise. Oh, yeah, we finally did. About time. You know, I yes. was asking for this for like ever. God, I feel like I haven't been here in like a month. I know. it's It's been a while. But guys, we're here right now. Leave a thumbs up. Please subscribe. We're getting closer to 100 thousand subscribers and my friends you will have plenty of good stuff to be subscribed for today i dropped my interview with cody rhodes wednesday dropping one with brandy rhodes we had news on the cody rhodes interview on fightful select all week we got some on brandy tomorrow of course we've got wwe raw plans we're back on fightful select i felt comfortable enough posting those again even though there were some changes we'll have more on that on fightful select Tuesday. What, Denise? Why'd you stop posting them? Are you really going to ask me this? Oh, was it well, because of the changes? And you didn't want the, people to every, see the changes? Everything changed. Everything okay. changed. But got Brandy this week here on the channel. We got Santos Escobar on Friday. He always says nice stuff about me. I appreciate that. But Denise. You know, it's funny. Every time you mention Santos Escobar, you always say the exact same thing. Because he he's great. He always says something nice, nice about he always he always says something nice to me, is what you say. Well, I mean, he's a great, he's just a wonderful, polite he guy. Is. He actually really is. But Cody was putting you over during my interview with you. I you know, know. I, I was thought like, that was hilarious. Oh, like, what the hell? I didn't and I've, mean I've mentioned to. I was this. just standing there. I've mentioned this before, and I don't have to exactly hide this because Cody outright said, Oh, we text each other. Cody will text me to root for Denise. It's very weird. He'll be like, way to go, Denise. And I'm like, you know she's got Twitter, right? Like, you can you can say, way to go, Denise, directly to her. And it's absolutely fine. Like, it's okay. Does it hurt your pride? Does it hurt your ego? No, I just wonder I why I'm, why I'm you your agent like at this point. I know. A lot of people reach out to you to get in contact with me all the time. I will say there was one person that, that approached you to try to get me to not cover something. Some Oh, actually, somebody approached me telling me that you were ruining their business and I didn't know what they were talking about. And so I like took pictures. I gave you all the information that they gave me. And like it was a whole thing, man. Like that dude went off for like 20 minutes about how you were ruining his business. And I was like, bro, I don't even know what you're talking about, but I will let Sean yes. know. 
It's because we were covering Joshi Wrestling and they wanted us to wait seven to ten days before publishing it publicly instead of behind the paywall. I'm sure Stardom would have loved for Scott Edwards to post his interviews a week after the event that he was promoting actually happened. Sometimes you just run into uh, strange situations. Strange I was confused. Situations. I thought at first he was trying to get a job. <laughs> and I was like, you can email Sean and ask him for a job. Oh, man. Well, anyway, and enough of that. We've got a lot of fun stuff on Fightful this week. Fightful Select is going to have some contract news, some very interesting contract news that is related kind of to WWE and AEW. Uh, we had a bunch of news this past week, uh, just a, a, a ton of stuff. We interviewed Willow. We've got the interview with Cody, with Brandy, uh, with Santos Escobar. We got a bunch that were peppering in and out. And then I'm turning around, going right back to Detroit to do even more interviews. Leave a thumbs up, subscribe. I'll plug FightfulSelect.com later. We had the Raw plans back on there today. We'll have producers, a lot of backstage notes, updates. Get in your Super Chats. Get in your Humper Chats. That's the most direct way to support us tonight. Uh, Fuller Op, an IRL friend of mine, resubscribed to Fightful's uh, Twitch channel. We used to do trampoline wrestling back in the day, Denise. Did you ever wrestle on a trampoline? No, no. no. I, mean, I wrestled me and this once in a fake show. ring that my cousin had. Really? Oh, I've never told that story, actually. Oh, Denise, tell us. I beat, well, I wrestled when I was a kid in my cousin's like wrestling ring that he had at his house. And there was this girl that was like way bigger than me. Her name was Stephanie. And she, I, you would think that she would kick my ass, right? So she went in there and we were supposed to wrestle and everybody was watching. Well, I kicked her ass. And so for years, my cousin would always tell me like, oh yeah, I remember when you beat up Stephanie. <laughs> And oh, so when no. we see her at family gatherings, it's like those far away, like fam she's not technically my relative. Like she's one of my relatives, relatives, but not my relative. And so every time I see her at a party, my cousin goes, oh yeah, that's Stephanie. Remember you beat her up. <laughs> I think Ricardo that's her name, Stephanie. Ricardo, thank you for the super chat. He's saying, am I missing something? I'm tipsy, but I enjoyed raw tonight. Also, I'm three, uh, almost three years as a member believe I'm the longest you tell me Luis says I believe it's Valab but don't quote me on that uh yeah raw was raw was fine it was fine Taylor Cannon says hey SRS really enjoyed the interview with Cody uh, I did too I had never interviewed Cody ever period uh was this your first time too yeah it was my first time too wow. yeah I found a thing where I had reached out to his agent in like 2016 and we had planned on doing one but uh, we, we didn't. So it's it's been a long time coming. A long time coming. But we got uh, Jake Truman says, can you confirm the LA Knight segment at SummerSlam? No, I can't yet. Sorry. I'll work on it, though. Nick Schwartz says, any news on the rumors of Bray potentially coming back at SummerSlam? If you all don't mind, sometimes when you say when the rumors of... It, Say where they're from. I, I don't mind if you all do that, as long as you're not just outright plugging somebody else's stuff that's unreliable. But, like, I, I haven't heard anything about that. I was told that he was still awaiting clearance. Denise, uh, you interviewed Eric Young over the last week, who had some very nice things to say. But we had reported on FightfulSelect.com, best $5 in the business. He was supposed to be in, like, a new Wyatt stable. I don't know if it's supposed to be a Wyatt family, but... 
It would have been Bo Dallas, likely Alexa Bliss, uh, Bray Wyatt, and Eric Young. I mean, he seems like the kind of guy that could have pulled something like that off very, very well, I thought. Oh, 100%. I mean, I think a lot of people that know Eric Young's work obviously know that he can do like, not just like in-ring wise, but we're talking also creative wise, uh, you know, just a lot of different stuff. So I think that would have been really interesting to see. And well, you know, things ended up going a different direction. He decided that that wasn't the path that he wanted to go down. Uh, We've got Omar Diaz saying, Sean, thoughts on the X name change? We were actually joking about that before we went on the air. I think it is very, very pointless to buy a however many billion dollar entity and then change the name of it. Like what what you could have just started your own thing at that point. I don't I don't get it at all. It keeps throwing me off because I always have the tab. And I have like a bunch of tabs open, right? And so every time I'm like, oh, where's my Twitter tab? It's completely ruined my whole system. <laughs> the little yeah. X confuses me. <laughs> We've got the Judgment Day in-ring promo. WWE are really milking Judgment Day for what they can. And they probably should because they're a hot act right now, Denise. The Dominic match last week left some stuff to be desired in the ring. Like I, I think he's a good character. He leaves a lot to be desired in the ring, but they are making him get those reps. They they are getting him in the ring. We start off this show with Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens interrupting. Kevin Owens is like, we've done this before. We did the same exact thing before. Why are we doing it again? Well, this leads to Dominic being booked in a match against Sami Zayn, a North American title match. I kind of like it. Like, I'm usually a stickler for brand splits and stuff like that, Denise, but it's very clear NXT don't matter for a brand split. Nobody cares about it. It's whatever. It's exempt from it. What did you think of the opening promo that, that kicked off tonight? Okay, so I'll start with the promo then. So first and foremost, I mean, kind of looking at everything that they've done with Dominic Mysterio. And first of all, I knew for a fact that they were going to have him. I mean, I didn't know for a fact, but I pretty much guessed that they were going to give him the NXT North American Championship. I felt like that was definitely the direction they were going in. And I could see it because they're going to reward him. The guy is getting heat, like regardless of whether or not you like it, he is getting that heat. And so when he came out and... There was a moment where Rhea Ripley, by the way, she said he was the hottest man she knew. But for the first second, I thought she said hardest, but I think she actually said hottest. And so I was thinking about that for at least like a good minute or so. But the one thing that I kept thinking about over and over as I was watching this was how Dominic Mysterio, if you would have told me a couple months ago that this this guy would be on NXT, on Raw, on SmackDown, literally on every show, doing segments, doing promos, doing matches. I don't know that would have necessarily believed you. And so I have to say that through all of this, say what you want about Dominic Mysterio, but I have to say I am a fan right now. And I know, obviously, with the whole in-ring-wise, I agree with you. Still a lot more to... (laughs) left to be desired we've known this this has been the thing for a while now but even this match that he had with Sami Zayn I didn't hate the match at all and as I was watching this we all knew pretty much how it was going to end right if there was we knew that it's crazy to say that 
we knew watching this that Sami Zayn was actually going to lose this match and that Dominic was going to win. Like, there was no way Dominic was going to lose his belt already. And you knew some sort of shenanigans was going to occur. And the whole time I kept thinking, hmm, I wonder how they're actually going to do it. I wonder how they're actually going to have Dominic legitimately defeat Sami Zayn, right? And so I kept thinking that this entire time. And the thing that this got me going with was, damn, a couple months ago, we're watching Sami Zayn and one of the biggest storylines ever with Roman Reigns. And now we're nowhere near that anymore. And now this is where we're at. And so it got me thinking, I feel like right now with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, I feel like they're just roaming around trying to find out what sticks they don't have some real real program it feels like we're so far away from where sammy and roman were to where we are now with sammy but anyways uh i like what they're doing with dominic yeah them putting him in a match with, with sammy makes an awful lot of sense man sammy has been taking a lot of l's lately it feels like i mean this guy was the hottest thing in wrestling five months ago and now it feels like he's losing a lot, like to the Judgment Day a couple weeks ago. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash fightful it's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with better help that's betterhelp.com slash fightful what's so special about hero Bread's soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas these ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar fewer calories and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health shop now at hero.co maybe it's just the the show it was Gunther as well. Of course, Gunther's gonna gonna beat him sometimes. Like that's gonna happen. It just feels like a lot over the course of a few months. Uh, Judgment Day. I, I know they beat them in, or they beat say Sammy and KO in May as well. A lot of that, but you want Sammy Zayn in there with Dominic Mysterio. Dominic Mysterio has been working the live events. He's been working them against Cody Rhodes, against Seth Rollins. They had him working Butch last week. You want him in the ring with as many good people as possible. In uh, the UK, they had him against Ricochet. So what I like is they're, they're getting Dominic in the ring against a lot of different performers. Cody is more of a traditional entertainer that sort of picked up the work rate aspect. 
Rollins was a traditional work rate guy who picked up the entertainment aspect. Butch is a smaller guy who's going to work 100, 100 miles an hour. Ricochet is a high flyer. I love that they're getting him several different looks at people. And I think that's very important. Uh, the big story of all this became Kevin Owens. Backstage, we find out later that he's dealing with an injury. And uh, this came about because during the match, uh, there was an attack on Kevin Owens. After everybody had been ejected, they throw him, they being judgment, they throw him back outside uh, into the rampway. That distracts Sami Zayn, leads to the loss. Lots of conjecture about Kevin Owens. I know that there was somebody uh, on- online that was saying, oh, no, he's not really hurt. Yes, he is legitimately hurt. I know that to be 100% accurate. He is legitimately hurt. Uh, now, that being said, I don't have any information on a timetable. When I say he's dealing with a legitimate injury, it just means he is dealing with a legitimate injury. However, I don't know if that means like he could wrestle on NXT for all I know. Like He could roll in there tomorrow night and face Wes Lee or some, some stuff like that, or he could be out two or three months. I don't have a specific answer to a timetable or anything like that, but he has been dealing with an injury. Denise, that's a bummer. I I hope it doesn't lead to the vacating of the titles, but it shouldn't anyway. I hate vacating titles, especially tag titles, especially when the tag titles in the past have been free-birded about a billion times. Also, when Sami Zayn holds this title, Denise, it'd be very easy to have him be like, no, I'm not going to vacate them. I'd rather defend them myself. Well, also, we also just had so much happen with the women's tag team side of it. I feel like, oh, no, we would not want this right now with the men. So I hope this is a situation where if he is dealing with an injury, that it's not something that's going to take him out of action for several months. And I do hope that they find some way, because like I was saying, it feels like right now, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are just the two cool, popular guys hanging out backstage with gold and no, no real like purpose in terms of a storyline in terms of a storyline I don't feel like it's there and that kind of sucks because again we're talking about these guys that were having the you know one of the biggest matches at Wrestlemania against the Usos freaking main event closing out the show and when they won the titles I'm thinking okay we're going down this fast lane now with tons of great stuff for Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and coming off of that I don't even really feel like they actually legitimately had anything real and concrete planned for these two as tag team champions. It's just really their popularity that is what is intriguing people. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, we've got rock hard Joel Woods saying, back when he was the hottest thing in wrestling, he was still losing a lot. Dude lost like 90% of his matches in the bloodline. I'm going to go back and look because I feel like that may be misrepresented a little bit. I don't know if it's like, 90%, but Sami Zayn was losing a whole lot. I do like as I, as that. Okay, as I'm looking right here, from December-ish through when he got his title shot. Like, just, just looking at this. Okay, so, you know, Roman Reigns obviously beat him, but before that, where are we at here? Uh, the Usos and Sami Zayn defeated the Judgment Day. He lost a match, but it was by DQ. Bloodline defeated uh, KO, Street Profits. There was the Cena match, of course, but then he beat AJ. He beat Sheamus. The Bloodline won war games. There, it, it wasn't quite as much. 
Maybe um, he's also talking because I still remember him losing. Like even before the Roman Reigns program started. Oh, sure. Even before sure. that, I mean, like they just had Sammy just be Sammy and like just losing and stuff. Like even yeah. before this whole bloodline situation started. Yeah, I just feel like it's it's very pronounced now. But I mean, again, I don't mind a tag team champion losing a singles match, but obviously this one is like, eh. This one was a different scenario because you knew yeah. what they were doing with Dominic. You knew what that he wasn't going to win cleanly. That was not what they were going to do. And he wasn't about to lose his North American championship yeah. in his, what, second defense now? Yeah, second defense. Lots of shenanigans tonight. Like almost on, on every match, there were shenanigans. Like nothing clean. Becky Lynch defeated Zoe Stark, but there were still shenanigans in the match. Trish got involved uh, doing her thing. And Zoe Stark has just been a revelation on the main roster. And you can tell how much they trust her. And it was funny, Denise, not to toot our own horns, but when me and you were doing interviews with her in Dallas, we were like, it ain't going to be long before she's on the main roster. Like it became very, very evident that she was somebody that they were looking at and liking. I'll have more on that in the, the coming week or so on fightfulselect.com. But like every time I see Zoe Stark, she's in there with Becky Lynch, who is as good as she's ever been in the ring. And she hangs right there. We knew Becky Lynch was going to win this match. It was the natural progression to set up the Trish match. But man, Zoe Stark is killing it. I, I'm so happy that they called her up. So this match to me, first of all, there was a lot of things that I picked up on this one. And the first, the main thing really was that obviously there's going to be a character development growth, right? Sure. Like, you, you know, that in order to be a, a main eventer on WrestleMania, not just for the men, but obviously for the women too, both sides of it, that you have to have the star package, you have to have the look you have to have the clothes you have to have the presence you have to have all of those boxes checked and the big thing the big box that zoe has already checked is the in-ring wrestling she's got it she went in there with becky lynch and they had this match that it would have seen i don't know how many times i don't know if this was the first time they legitimately wrestled to get uh like one of the first times but i don't know how much more times they've wrestled whatever the point is that this was a very seamless match between the both of them they wrestled like they had been wrestling each other so much more and what this basically told me was that the second that Zoe Starks has her like full on like glow up on the main roster and she gets that star look that star persona that she can be one of those women in these main event matches in your you know your WrestleMania so your SummerSlam whatever premium live event it is I really feel like today kind of showed a little glimpse of that and we had already seen that before but I think more so today just seeing her actually have a longer lengthier match with Becky Lynch uh it told me that Zoe's gonna get there for sure i just think that um now it's a matter of you know just again having that glow up with her presence and her presentation cody rhodes pro oh by the way before we get into that becky had her backstage vignette or backstage uh segment as well uh sort of hyping up everything getting fired up all that good stuff uh cody rhodes cut his promo and he's straight up calling out, uh, straight up calling out Brock Lesnar, saying that he's not poking the bear. He's slapping the bear in the face. He wants the match. Uh, I haven't heard anything of a stipulation or anything like that. 
but I, I, I would have loved if they did a dog collar match. I think that would have been a great callback for a lot of things. Do you think that this Cody Brock match needs something? I'm pumped for, for like, just to see what Cody's going to do after. Cause if he loses this, I'm going to be like, damn, really? They filming another documentary for me to get sad about what's going on. <laughs> Denise, he asked me on, on the steps of the red carpet. He goes, what'd you think of the documentary? And I said, well, you probably should have won the match. <laughs> That would have probably been a better ending. And also it needed more rubber chicken. But like, (laughs) does this match need anything else for you? I don't, uh, I don't know. I'm not going to say, oh, it needs something else. But I do think that they have to distinguish it a whole lot from their first two matches. And however they decide to do that, uh, I really want to, because here's the thing, like, I feel for me that, When I think of the trilogy and the matches that Cody Rhodes had with Seth Rollins, they just stand out a lot more to me than the matches with Brock Lesnar. And I feel that this, you know, this rubber match with him and Brock has to really be that exclamation point of a match that makes me go, you know what? All of these weeks and months of storytelling between Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar was absolutely worth it because of this match. And I didn't feel that way with the first two matches. So for me, I mainly just want to have this match be the one going, you know what? It was freaking worth it. This is the match that we had been waiting to see between Cody and Brock Lesnar. We got Nick DeVito saying, hey, Sean and Denise, hope you guys are doing well. Was wondering what you guys think about Cody's potential opponent after SummerSlam. If he wins, like, how do you, how do you not go towards the title? Like, but also I feel like that does sort of undermine it because he straight up said, he said that he doesn't consider that the one. He said he would be honored to win it, but it's not finishing the story. And especially as we saw in that documentary, it's a very distinct drawn line WWE championship that's what he wants Denise right exactly and it does and I I know that people the second that they watch the documentary that's going to be the thought that crosses everyone's mind everyone's going to be thinking about that Wrestlemania uh, 39 finish but uh in regards to what was your question again sorry I, I lost you there for a second I was going a uh, direction and I lost it Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, I was thinking about this, actually, while you were <clears throat> discussing this. And I was thinking that Gunther, to me, feels like a big-time yeah. competitor. You got a great heel. Uh, you, I, I hope Rumble that, history. Exactly. There you go. That, too. And obviously, right now, what he's doing with Drew McIntyre, we'll talk about that later. But it's like, okay, cool. They can do their thing. And I do want to see Cody Gunther next. I feel like I can't think of somebody else right now on the roster that has. Because how do you follow up Brock Lesnar? Honestly. How do you follow up Brock Lesnar? And who else can have that? Like, I feel like you need to get these big opponents for Cody. So that if you do tell the story of him finally getting back to Roman Reigns, if they decide to do this match at WrestleMania with Roman and Cody once again, I don't know. If that is the plan, you want to have this roster of people that Cody Rhodes has, has beaten that are like huge names. And you already got... I'm not counting Dominic Mysterio. I'm definitely going to count Brock Lesnar. And so Gunther, to me, would be the name that makes sense to add to that list. We'll talk more about Gunther later on. But RS says, fun stuff calling you, Denise, and that Van Fleet guy, Chris Van Vliet guy, the new punk rock. It's good to see the new gen reporters 
providing an opinion and reports on the product. Keep hustling. Yeah, I, I, dare I say that we're doing pretty good at this stuff. I think I think we are. And uh, it it is nice to have the talent that we're covering, who we haven't always said great things about their work, say, hey, you're doing good work. That, that's <laughs> awfully nice. <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? That Listen, there was a lot of criticism levied about the Cody verse in AEW. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Saying. I'm not gonna lie to you. But you know what's funny though? The good, the good ones don't get their their feelings hurt over that. They know that. Well, our you're not directly means... talking about the person. You're talking about exactly. what's going on in the story, and they recognize. And there are some that, people yeah. that don't understand that. There are no, some people that, that don't is understand true. That. That is one thousand percent true, and it's sometimes scary because you don't never know because you just never know if someone secretly hates you, and you're just like, please don't hate me. Yeah, and I mean, ultimately, our opinion means as much as any of the thousands of people that are watching this too. We enjoy wrestling. We're talking about it. We just happen to have a show. Has it ever happened to you, Sean, where there was like when you were a kid and like let's say you didn't like a wrestler and then you met him like years and years later and they end up being like the nicest person ever. All the time. Right? Oh my god. All I the literally time, always think this. Like whoever, like whatever wrestler I didn't like when I was a kid that I wasn't a fan of for whatever reason, all of a sudden I meet them in person and they're like way nicer than like any of my faves were, which is always makes me feel really bad. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's there's an awful lot like that. Yeah, yeah, that happens. Uh, Nick Schwartz says the Bray Wyatt thing uh, was something from BWE. Then Cultaholic made a video about Undertaker bringing uh, him back. I haven't heard anything about that as of yet. Not a thing about Bray. At last I heard, he was still trying to get cleared. But Champa speaks to Shinsuke Nakamura backstage. Um, there is no Johnny Gargano. He ain't, he hasn't popped up. What's happening, Sean? He's cleared. He's fine. He was at San Diego Comic Con the other day too, chilling out, hanging out. Is it a creative but, issue? You think? Your estimated well, guess? I, I, he was supposed to be back. He was supposed to be back within the last month, and uh, pretty soon, I feel like I should probably just write the report on it because I don't know if they're going to do the angle, but. What we did so get. you know that there was an angle in place and clearly oh, sure it hasn't do. happened and you're sure. okay. Got it. Yeah. But Bronson Reed defeated Tommaso Ciampa. This was this I love this match. Like Ciampa hitting the, the good God. Why the, the air raid crash on Bronson Reed was just unbelievable. Like this is, this is the thing that I've wanted to see brought out of Ciampa. It's the type of thing I'd like to see brought out of Johnny Gargano too, if he were if he were here, Denise. <laughs> Someone needs to rewind that clip. Sean, your face, you were like, "This is what I want to see." <laughs> yeah, I would love okay. to see it. Here's the thing that I was thinking about during this match. So a couple weeks ago, I was sitting here in this exact same seat, and one of my biggest criticisms of Raw was that we were getting all of these matches that you knew could be better than what we were actually getting on TV. Do you remember this? Like, I remember going up, coming out here and being like, damn, we're getting these, like, one-minute, two-minute matches that are ass when they could be so much better, and you know that they can be better because of the wrestlers involved, but then they're kind of cheating us of getting an actual fruitful match and so one of the things that i did notice from today's raw with a couple of matches we already spoke about one of them which was becky lynch and zoe stark this one was another one um where they were actually giving us time with these people 
where we actually got time, except for maybe yeah. like the Damian Priest match. We actually got time with some of these matches. And to me, that was like the biggest thing that really stood out to me about this Raw. So I, w- I was thankful for that. Yeah. Uh, some of the absences are being, are, are really being highlighted right now. Like I, I feel like on SmackDown even too, like the people that aren't on the show are getting an awful lot of like, aren't they featured on the show like why aren't they around who are we talking uh, about anyone in particular on smackdown aj barely being on the show and then popping up for the cross stuff but oh, okay i thought he was injured K- or maybe i was dreaming K- that k775 <laughs> says champa versus nakamura reed bringing gargano out of the abyss reed looks awesome i would honestly really really like a bronson reed nakamura tag team i think that would be very cool like very like what the hell else are they doing with them nothing they did start doing those vignettes have they done did they do one last week by any chance one of those bronson reed vignettes the ones where he comes out and he says i am him or something like that i forgot what he says (laughs) (laughs) i forgot what he oh something about a nice guy and he's not a nice guy anymore yeah he's mr nice guy yeah yeah there you go i was like he said something They haven't yeah. done those anymore, have they? They're, I I don't think so. But you know what, Denise? What? You'll Chicken be a lot butt? nicer. You'll be oh. a lot nicer if you get your sleep. When I'm traveling, the thing I miss the most is my bed. That's because I've got a Helix Sleep mattress. I worked with Helix Sleep before it ever became HelixSleep.com slash Fightful. During the pandemic, I needed a new mattress. My back was hurting. I was sleeping on a slab of memory foam. It was not working for me, but I didn't want to go to a mattress store. I wouldn't have wanted to even if it was the pandemic at the time. But I looked up and found helixsleep.com slash Fightful. And I found a ton of five-star reviews. I found a ton of benefits. There are so many different options. There are options for, for people who sleep too warm, people that want their spine aligned, people who want just anything. And how, how do you how do you find what you need from helixsleep.com slash fightful? You take an online questionnaire and when you fill it out, they will find your preferences and match you up to the mattress that works for you. I got the Dusk Lux model. And right now, you can get 25% off any purchase for a limited time using the code FIGHTFUL. And you get two free dream pillows. I've had a lot of neck issues. And helixsleep.com FIGHTFUL has really helped me out in this regard. It's been put over by Wired, GQ, Good Housekeeping, all kinds of people. Most importantly, FIGHTFUL. But they have over 30,000 five-star reviews. They have great flexible financing plans and it comes straight to your door. If you don't like it, after 100 nights, they'll just come get it for you. What do you have to lose? Invest in your sleep. HelixSleep.com slash Fightful. Check it out. HelixSleep.com slash Fightful. Uh, what quite honestly, your hair the, in that video? I don't know. I, I probably woke up and decided to record some ad videos, Denise. <laughs> your hair was all <laughs> weird. Oh, well, Sorry. Uh, I don't put a lot of time or thought into my hair, Denise. I'm sorry. Maybe, you should. Maybe. You're on yeah, camera. I'll just I'll just hire a, a hair department now. I can afford that now, Denise. Yeah, you can. Uh, Cam says uh, matches have been humpers, but it's been like a month of the interference story angle. They just switched Ricochet for Champa. Is this really the best they could come up with? It does seem like a lazy transition uh, out of that. It's just like they swapped one guy in, one guy out. 
And Ricochet just stopped giving a shit. Like he just stopped caring about it because he was worried about Logan Paul. They got to come up with something better than this, Denise. Yeah, I agree with that. It's been kind of a little bit of a mess. Like I, I feel like if if I'm so last week, I only got to watch like part of Raw, and so I feel like I had to fill in a lot of blanks of what had happened the week prior, and then to what I was seeing this week. I was going like, damn, if you're somebody who missed like two or three weeks of Raw, you're kind of screwed. You need some help getting back in here and seeing what's going on. We have the Sonia Chelsea segment backstage. They're upset that they're not getting interviewed because Liv did get interviewed. Well, there's there's not really much to cover here. They were just putting them on TV, but they're good. Are you kidding me? There's one big thing to cover in this. Go ahead. Chelsea Green's big bow. Okay, yeah, that was pretty cool. That was great. I that was super extra. I don't know where her she shoes, got it. I her want shoes one. broke on the red carpet the other I day. I know. We the, had to crop her feet out. On. We had to crop her feet out of photos. Yeah. But the we did agree. She got on. We did agree if we're gonna run any footage that that might have her exposed foot, is, is it at least gonna be behind the paywall? We have agreed on that. She understands the value of a good paywall, but feet are hot um, commodity right now. You got to protect them. <laughs> oh, brother! Uh, Rhea beats the brakes off of Liv, just stomps, stomps her arm out. Uh, Lyra Valkyria challenged Rhea Ripley to a match tomorrow on a digital exclusive, by the way. But John says Liv's beat down tonight, a way to cover up an injury. Why was Liv written off TV? Is her injury legit? And uh, can you clear up some confusion about what's going on with Liv? Is she being written off for a project or is she shoot hurt? I'm working to find out. I do not have the answer to that yet, but I am asking. I know that um, she sustained her injury uh, back when she got it. She was supposed to be out much longer than what they thought that she was. She was able to come back. However, they're moving towards the Raquel storyline for SummerSlam. During that period, she was supposed to film a movie actually here in Kentucky. I don't know if that got filmed or if like she's got to go in and film now. Don't know what the process of that is. Uh, I believe Charlotte had filmed hers as well. But I mean, I thought the beatdown was effective. It sets up the Rhea or the, the Rhea Raquel thing because Raquel isn't here. KE775 says, is that at SummerSlam or is the post SummerSlam story? It seems an awful lot to me, Denise. Like Raquel would be back in two weeks for a match whereas Liv might not be right exactly um the thing about this one here so I'm excited I, I hope that this does lead to what you're saying with Raquel and Rhea I really do want that to be the thing but I do want to give some credit though to uh Liv Morgan here because that beatdown that she took from Rhea was pretty damn good but I want to give her credit for the selling that she did here like you can tell that she she came out on Chucky you can tell that she's a horror movie fan because she went out there and she was like screaming in pain. And I was like, damn, girl, you're really selling it to me. Uh, so I really did like what they did there. Uh, that freaking headbutt that Rhea Ripley does. Holy shit, snits. That's the one that always gets me no matter how many times I see it. When I saw the replay of what they did last week in that backstage segment. And then again, her getting live with the headbutt here today. Oh, man, that's my favorite Rhea thing. Rhea doing her headbutt, it's my favorite thing in the world. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. I love it. Nobody is really like Rhea Ripley right now in in the women's divisions in WWE or AEW right now. We've seen something similar like an impact and stuff, but 
she's booked very, very strong. And then when it's time to make somebody look really, really good. There you go. <laughs> Rob Wilkins. Rob Wilkins says $2 toward the men warehouse jacket fund. You know what? I got a nice what? new jacket out of that. I had to go buy a jacket yeah, you last told week. Me. Yeah. And you got recognized at men's warehouse. <laughs> did. did you tell that story? Uh, I feel like maybe I did on listen, you boy, but it was, it was pretty cool. And I could tell the guy was really into wrestling. Cause he's like, Oh yeah, I've seen Effie in here too. And I was like, all right, you're deep into it. If you know Effie too. Right. Exactly. But um, I was laughing at the idea because you texted me and you were like, I forgot my blazer <laughs> or your whatever. And then I was and then you were like, oh, there's a mall. And then I was I imagined you at the mall and I was just laughing for like 20 minutes by myself thinking about you having to shop at the mall because I started I thinking like, which store is he going to go to? Like, what store does Sean Ross actually- Sapp shop at at the mall? And then you hit me with the men's warehouse message. And yeah. I was like, OK. Yeah, you answered then, my question. Then Best Buy, but I mean, I go to the mall all the time out here. I go. It's, they got they actually what have a good. What stores do you go to? Uh, there's one called Remix that sells like uh, high end sneakers. There, then I'll go to like Foot Locker, House of Hoops, stuff like that, just to see. But what I mean, for they clothes, have. like where do you go for clothes? Well, it depends. I like to go to vintage stores for a lot of clothes. Honestly, are you like a hipster? I mean, I just like vintage graphic tees. Those are nice. Like, So you're like a hipster. I guess. Sure. I thought you shopped at Kohl's. I don't I don't <laughs> know what a Kohl's is. I've Wait, never you been don't to know Kohl's. what Kohl's is? It's no, like I've a, never been to Kohl's. I don't know. It's just like those big stores that they have where you can go buy anything. And I just figured you screamed Kohl's to me. Oh, it's yeah. like you're... Sears. You don't have, do you have Sears? No, Sears is like we had a Sears in the town that I lived in, but it was an electronics store and like an appliance store, not like not a full. A I know what Sears is. Do you have a JC Penny? We used to. We don't anymore. Uh, they all like went out of business where we were. Oh, wow. Okay. We still, because we have all those stores and then we have your new hip stores and all of that, but we still got yeah. like those. We got Macy's and Sears and JC Penny and Kohl's. And then all the other hip stores around it. <laughs> but you just seemed like that was where you went to go shop. That's why I was confused. Because I can't like, imagine you going into like an H&M or like an Express or a Forever 21. Like I can't picture you in those no, stores. No, like I'm, I'm thinking I'm a little long in the tooth to be going into Forever 21, Denise. Um, a lot of people go to Forever 21, even if they're not 21. <laughs> um, I bet you do. I do. I, I go to Forever 21 what that i they i buy generic stuff there i don't buy some of the other stuff because some stuff like i'll, I'll buy anymore. i'll buy like shorts and stuff like at old navy or something or like see there you go old like navy yeah. i can picture you at old Navy. yeah but i mean honestly the majority of the things that i buy like i'll i'm not gonna plug where i go because they got to pay me for that especially considering one of the places i get shirts from is a place that used to sponsor us and doesn't anymore but i usually just yeah, get plain jeans I get plain tees, like uh, sports tees or something like that. So I'll go to like Cincy shirts and get stuff like that. But uh, like my other stuff, like I'll go to Banana Republic or Men's Warehouse or. See, I didn't expect Banana Republic from you. Yeah. It's interesting because where you shop says a lot about your personality and, you know, the clothes you buy. What will I'm interested. What does that say about my personality, Denise? Honestly, I'm a little bit surprised because I just pictured you as an old Navy Coles type of guy. 
I pictured you just I mean, going into any generic store and being like, oh, men's clothes, taking that. When applicable, sure. But like if I'm getting like a suit or something like that, I'm going to get it tailored like or I'm going to make sure that it's decent. I'm not going to just like, listen, I, I, I'm not going to I'm not going to diminish where anybody shops because I was poor. I'm not saying that. Ago. I'm just saying it says a lot about your personality. Where you shop at? Oh gosh. Anyway, I shop Orlando Arrego. Orlando Arrego says, Denise, you, do you know that, or you do know that J.C. is closing all over the U.S. Right? They are. Yes, just like I told you. No, there's one here right by my house that's been like there forever. Not for so not for long, buddy. Uh, we got Andrew saying, sales "I think Liv might have a good chance at the Rumble." Story is already there with Rhea, but we'll see. Hope she's not hurt. I hope not either. I hope not either. Uh, when I would go back to school shopping, my grandmother would take me to JCPenney when I was like eight or nine. Really? My grandma yeah. took me to Burlington Coat Factory. That's where I used oh, okay. to give me a budget and she would let me pick out my outfits because she used to work there. So she would get like an employee discount. So yeah, I would get my back to school outfit at Burlington Coat Factory. Well, if you're trying to take someone to the Burlington Throat Factory, check out our sponsor, BlueChew.com and the code Fightful. <laughs> you know, that was a sweet memory that I have with my grandmother. And now Not every anymore. time I think about Burlington Coat Factory, I'm going to think about that now. <laughs> you just ruined my sweet memory. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Sean. <laughs> what'd you say burlington throat factory say it again what was it yeah so i said uh blue chew is shipped direct straight to your door when approved online just five dollars shipping man they weren't even a sponsor today but they are now oh they weren't no wonder safely. i was wondering <laughs> get it delivered safely discreetly quietly a lot more discreet than that uh transition that we had it's got the same active ingredients as viagra and cialis so they're ready whenever you are or whenever you're not because they get you in that main event mood if you know what i'm saying have better sex at the burlington throat factory with blue chew and the code fightful get that first shipment free Maxine challenged Valhalla. Valhalla agreed. I, I didn't much mind Valhalla's little acceptance there. I thought it fit the character. Sure. We got Ricochet promo with Logan Paul. These ain't good, Denise. I said that last time and I was shamed. No, nah, these ain't good. Jonathan I literally said, said that last time and you're all like, let's give Ricochet and everybody a chance. Kumbaya. And I was just, like, bro, making... you should suck. You're making that up, but Jonathan no, Corona I'm says it'll sure be. No, I'm I live that. Ricochet versus Logan will be a humper. I agree. The match is going to be great, but whoo, these promos ain't doing it for me. Yeah, I would rather. I would rather see them one upping each other and this amazing stuff that they can do. But this ain't it for me, Denise. No, good. I feel really bad because <laughs> I want to care about this. But every time there's any sort of interaction between Logan Paul and Ricochet, it comes across as like really cringe. Mm -hmm. And so that's the thing that's really not working for me. And that was one of the things that I, I, I swear to God, I said this last time when we had Ricochet literally 
ricochet over the top over the top rope and then he just looks at logan paul and logan paul's just standing there and i thought that was terrible what was that like two weeks ago anyways but and then even before that remember i was telling you how i felt that ricochet should be more mad more angry and to show that when he was doing the whole thing with bronson reed and shinsuke nakamura all that bled into this anyways anyways he comes out there he's like homeboy <laughs> come out and show your stupid face and i'm like no ricochet no don't start it off with homeboy <laughs> it just i feel really bad to say this sean but logan's aren't good lie. either Log i can't they just don't match they don't have chemistry together they don't match i feel like <sighs> i feel like i know they once just come from different worlds they just don't match they just don't mesh i know once they get in the ring it'll it'll work but damn this i was up. more i'm more interested in watching logan paul wrestle the front the guy in the front row with the mustache who well, he told him that he needed to get laid <laughs> and called him yeah, a stupid he virgin called, called him I a stupid virgin then then ricochet's like not on my watch and kicked him in the face i'm sorry but that was hilarious. ricochet goes not true that guy humps and kicked him in the face Okay, I'm more interested in that match right now than what they're doing. I mean, I know Logan Paul Ricochet is going to be good. I hope it's going to be good, but the promo stuff is just cringeworthy. Guy oh in the front row was like, now that's not true. I've got a 20% off coupon to the Burlington Throat Factory. I really want to see that guy's mustache. You can tell a lot of a guy by his mustache. You can tell a lot by a lot of things. Rock hard Joel Wood says that may have been the best lead into an ad read ever. Poor sweet Granny Salcedo. For reals, bro. That's a sweet story, you know. You just ruined. You ruined it, damn it. You ruined it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Guys, get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. Please leave a thumbs up. We would greatly appreciate it. Backstage, there's Judgment Day intimidating Tozawa. And Apollo is like... Pick on somebody your own size. So then Damian Priest does and beats Apollo's ass, Denise. I'm glad that this didn't have shenanigans. He won this decisively. It was yeah. a it was a okay way to set up the match. Uh, but do you think Apollo Crews should have stayed on NXT? That's the real question. Uh, I'm gonna say yes because we were at least seeing him on NXT. Yeah, I will say yes, because he's I really think he's got something in him that could be really, really good. And now he's 35. They've made no effort to highlight whatever that is. And we are going on about eight years now. And they've never done that since NXT through through everything. They did the the really, really bad gimmick for a while with Commander Aziz. And that's it. Uh, I'm glad that that uh, Damian Priest is getting a clean win here. He should. I mean, you got to add some credibility to him. They just unfortunately have not had anything for Apollo this whole time. And I don't think they ever did, to be honest. I think they just drafted him back to the main roster because it would have yeah. been weird if they didn't. Yeah, yeah. That's unfortunate, but I mean, Damian Priest getting a decisive win, I'm in favor of, and they ain't using Apollo anyway. Uh, but Damian Priest, you have to give him those wins. That way he, he keeps some of that credibility. He is the money in the bank holder. Uh, that is a thing. 
So, I mean, you got to have him pick up wins. I wish they would have him sort of threaten to use that a little bit more, though. Drew McIntyre and Gunther face-to-face. This might have been my favorite thing about Raw besides the Ciampa-Bronson-Reed match. Like, I really liked their promo. And I love Drew McIntyre as a performer, but I am actively rooting for Gunther to retain his title because I want him to break that record so much. Like, I'll say this again. I'll scream it from the rooftops. Honky Tonk Man sucks. He's bad. He's garbage. He ain't good. He never was. I'm ready for Gunther to break this record and oh, it'd just be, it'd be such a thing to do if they just had him lose it. All I'm saying, I'd be fine with this match having a non-finish. Just this one. See, I don't even, I don't even care about the record, to be honest. For me, it's more so of I don't want to see Gunther without the championship. I just really yeah. like him as champion. And that's honestly my only reason I want to still keep seeing him as champion. I really like him. Um, this was cool, though. I, I liked everything that they did here with Gunther saying that that he humiliated uh, humiliated <laughs> Drew McIntyre. But my favorite part was actually Drew McIntyre telling him that he thinks Ludwig Kaiser it should be the leader of Imperium because he's not boring and that he's got moxie. Meanwhile, he says that Gunther himself is boring. So I thought that part was really funny. I just really dug this. And then the match that we got afterwards, Ludwig Kaiser, Drew's winning this match. You know he's winning this match. But the two things that are the highlight of this are, one, Corey Graves impersonating Ludwig Kaiser during the match. That was, I wasn't sure if it was him or not in the beginning. I thought for a second, I'm like, wait, who do they have a guest commentator? Who's doing this? It was pretty good. It it was amazing. He sounded exactly like him. Jonathan Corona says, not going to lie. They should make him the fourth member of Imperium because of his impersonations. It was fantastic. Alex Pawlowski does another great one, but damn, I got to say, I didn't expect that out of out of uh, Corey Graves. I didn't think he had that in him. I didn't think so either. It, I really thought somebody else had joined commentary. And I'm like, why haven't they said who the other person on commentary is? And I didn't even realize that it was him. It was really good. So after this match, we've got uh, Drew McIntyre and Gunther getting into it. And Gunther takes a filthy powerbomb through the table filthy power bro that freaking table exploded yeah it looked like a rough landing i haven't heard anything about an injury or anything like that so hoping that he he landed there okay but that was i thought that was a great spot got me pumped up for the match too if a commentary table had teeth we saw the teeth get knocked out of that commentary table we did we did it was it was a good one and like listen i always love a good table break i'm always always a big fan of that so, so I'm here for it. Uh, Drew and Gunther, that is just like a really, really good pay-per-view match. And it's a we first know what we're going to get out of these two guys. Yes, it's a first-time one-on-one match. But I don't, like, I thought that Riddle and Gunther was going to be a slapper. And it went seven minutes. Then they redid it. And I was like, okay, this will be a slapper. It went seven minutes. So I'm just like, damn, give these guys time. Give them time. In Simmons says, reminds me of when Roman was a baby face. They try to make him sound badass. Just make him act like a cocky guy who's good and he knows it. It worked for a guy named Rob Van Dam who just acted like he knew how good he was. He knew it. 
There is no way at this point Ricochet doesn't know that he is amazing. Ronda Rousey cuts a promo. Shane is around too, but uh, their match is set for SummerSlam. Are you looking forward to this one? Sure, I am. I think they'll beat the living shit out of each other, Denise. I think they'll I hope really. So. I think they'll beat the brakes off of each other. I think what helps is knowing how long they have been wanting to work with each other. So you can only imagine all of the ideas that they've been brewing over the last couple of years. And to finally get the moment, I'm sure they're going to go all out. Yeah, this is a thing you can tell they've probably been talking about for a very, very long time and trying to make that happen. Uh, guys, I hope you'll make some super chats happen that we can, way we can justify uh, Denise's gigantic raise. Get those super chats, get those upper chats in. Please leave a thumbs up on this video. Subscribe, tap the bell for notifications, all that good stuff. We're closing in on 100,000 subscribers, but also uh, we're closing in on the 300th episode of Listing Your Boy. Jimmy will be out this week, so as best I know, I think maybe August 9th will be uh, the, the 300th episode of Listing Your Boy. But uh, once we hit 100K, we're going to see some visual changes. Make sure you guys are checking out our short-form content, not just here on YouTube.com slash Fightful. We have it on Instagram, but we are uh, leaning a lot into Facebook now. I know some of you uh, still use that, so we are, are, we're putting a lot more focus into that. The reels over there as well. I've got a new series called Real Fights in Pro Wrestling that is on TikTok, on Instagram, on our Facebook reels as well as our shorts here on youtube.com slash Fightful. So check out some of that. We've also got a ton of match footage as well that uh, you guys are going to like. John Alba did some stuff for us at Death Before Dishonor. I'm running around at a whole bunch of shows. So uh, make sure you check out all this great content that we have for you on Fightful. And subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Tomorrow alone, we're going to have news on the changes to Raw, some injury updates whenever we get them. Uh, Brandy Rhodes in ring future. Uh, we're going to have uh, Sour Graps, which is uh, streaming right now. The Select Style Podcast. Producer info for WWE Raw. We're going to have some contract news from uh, probably AEW, I'll say, this week as well. Today, we had news on where WrestleMania is likely headed to, as well as Royal Rumble. Uh, just a whole bunch of stuff over on Fightful Select. Dot com had news on edge brian danielson uh brian pillman a whole lot more and my backstage report podcast just five dollars a month big man griff says when he wins the title who should be the one that hands it to cody a ref vince triple h dustin or someone else not vince vince, vince i don't ever want to see vince on screen again ever denise it's uh, gotta be triple h i would say yeah yeah, he told so he told me that they've never talked about the throne smashing yet, Denise. Damn. And, and he said he's more worried about Triple H finding out about some of the BTE skits about him. Like when he was possessed and rattled off like WWE like trivia and they had Kazarian playing Triple H. And he'll say he's like, you'll think that Triple H is too busy for stuff. Then he'll reference like something in one of these interviews. And you're like, oh, shit. Tim Winnegar says, uh, says Rhonda Baszler fight pit. I, I would love that too. I think that would be really, really great. That would be awesome. I hope they do do something like that. Cause this feels like the big blow off the big hoorah for Ronda Rousey, you know, Denise said, doo doo. 
<laughs> you always laugh at that. Always. It's been years, Sean. And every time you laugh. You know what? You're right. I need to, to get a little bit more mature. Yes. <laughs> I'm getting a little bit big headed about myself. It's not funny anymore, Sean. It was funny maybe the first time. These are not funny. <laughs> okay, that one's terrible. That one's so terrible, by the way. That's, that one's going to give me nightmares. <laughs> Honestly. Anyway, Seth Rollins, Finn Balor contract signing. Sheldon says, wondering what WWE will do with Finn when he loses to Seth. Uh, at SummerSlam, since he's the only member of Judgment Day without something, Dom and Rhea are champs. Priest is uh, the money in the bank holder. He needs something. What do you think it will be? I don't see Seth Rollins losing this championship right now. Man. Oh, God. All right. I just don't think it would be the right thing to do because right now Seth Rollins feels like the biggest that he's been in a, in a yeah. minute, in a minute. And I feel like getting rid of him as a champion would let go of a lot of other possibilities of things that they could do. So I don't see Seth Rollins right, right now losing the championship. For Balor, I think that might be his next thing, Denise. Like once he You actually think so? No, no, no. I don't think he's going to win the title. I think that him not having something will be his next thing. Because he's looking around. He sees Dom with the title. He sees Rhea with the title. He sees Damien with a briefcase. And we get, like, how often have we seen people that don't have get a little bit dickish to people who do have, that, that have something that they want, that they wish that they had. And to Judgment Day's credit, they're pulling out all the stops to make this happen. So Judgment Day attacks Seth Rollins. Sammy tries to make the save. It ain't happening. Uh, Kevin's injured. He wasn't out there that I saw. Uh, so they beat the snot out of all these guys. Judgment Day are being good friends. Even though they have their own things, they're they're there for Finn Balor. They're making every potential way for him to become the champion happen. And Priest has even said, hey, if I win it, you're getting first crack at it anyway, whether you win this or not. Oh, man. You want to know my favorite part of this? When Finn Balor told Seth Rollins that he had been a seven-year itch, and now he's going to be his seven-year bitch. Yeah. Also, uh, FightfulSelect.com, best $5 in the business, confirmed tonight, Denise. Officially, internally, it is oh. dirty Dominic Mysterio. I, I still it. don't get oh wait, I get it now because he's winning by dirty means I get it now in the beginning I wasn't too sure what they were trying to go with with dirty Dominic but now I get it Orlando Arego says can you guys give us our thoughts or your thoughts on the Cody documentary last week so we are under a, a reasonable embargo by like Wednesday I think it's the 27th but I can tell you that I enjoyed it like um actually I can probably show you guys through here I'm a big like wrestling documentary guy all those are wrestling documentaries all of them oh wow so i'm i'm big into wrestling documentaries i really love them and i thought this one was fantastic denise i thought they did a really good honest job with it uh yeah. they covered a lot of things that i didn't think they would cover yeah that too honestly i think the part that everyone's going to be talking about and everybody on already knows this since this was mentioned in interviews was the whole thing about him and uh mentioning wanting to have the AEW all in portion. And I think that's the part that people that watch the documentary are going to be 
you know, mentioning for sure. And I think what they did, the two things that I really loved about it was obviously with a documentary, you got to have a nice timeline, right? A nice timeline of events. I thought they covered that really nicely. But I also love the production part of it, like the creativity, because there were some portions of the way that they showed Cody when he was like walking in some desert. I don't know what it was it a desert. It, it was made to look like a desert, but yeah, that's what right. it was supposed to. But that, it was that a great thread. It. It was right, a great there thread. you go. That was really cool. That was very unique. I won't say anything more about that. I really did like that portion, though. I thought it yeah, was Yeah, I, there were, and I've still got like a full list of questions that I could ask Cody that I don't think have been asked before, but I was just straight up like, hey, do you still talk to Matt and Nick? And he said, yeah, they, they review or they approved the BTE footage being used. And I was also told AEW had to sign off on that as well and gladly did so. So I think it's uh, going to be interesting. It's going to be an interesting conversation. Yeah. Uh, On Wednesday on uh, what do you guys want to talk about? I'll I'll be able to talk a little bit more about this because we were told the 27th, I believe is when we could kind of talk about it, but it is worth giving a day. I was just told near the actual release date. I was told the 27th. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Rock hard Joel Wood says, I think a possible route after Cody and Brock should be Balor. Tons of history to play there with the Bullet Club. I agree. And listen, Switchblade's killing it in AEW. Like, it's such a... He is the big winner. He and Juice are the big winners of Collision. But Switchblade, Jay White, by all intents and purposes, should be in a top-of-the-card feud in WWE right now. He should be feuding with AJ Styles, Finn Balor, or Cody Rhodes right now. Or Seth Rollins. He should be a main eventer, and they fumbled it. Because him and Cody would have been nothing but money. Parker Hines says, how long should Priest hold on to money in the bank? To me, honestly, in, in all these... The longer, the better, unless there's an injury. Like if Seth got injured and you didn't want to vacate the title, then I think it's used really, really well in that sense. But Denise, you're back. Um, gosh, I got to are, – are you working the day of SummerSlam or are you going to a concert that night? No, I'm – oh, my God. I swear to God, at least 20 people ask me if I'm going to freaking SummerSlam. No, and I didn't ask you if you're going to SummerSlam. No, but I'm tired of answering this question. I'm going to be at the Taylor Swift concert on Thursday. Media day is on Friday. There are no flights to from LA to Detroit. That would make sense for me to get there on time for the media day. And if I don't show up for the media day, it's not worth it for me to go. I might as well watch SummerSlam at home. Everybody keeps asking me. I've finally snapped. I was just trying to make sure that you see if you were hosting our post show, Denise. Oh, well, you should have just asked. <laughs> That's what I tried to do. So I just tried to do. Okay, um, yes, I will be here I'm, doing I mean, the SummerSlam post show. I'm still kind of looking at things because honestly, that last the last press conference was a little too kayfabe for me, for my liking. I was like, mm. I know you told me you were going to hop on and I was waiting for you. And I'm like, this guy never showed up. Yeah, it was a little too kayfabe for me. And honestly, money in the bank. Well, I mean, some of, yeah. And that makes me be like, "Ah, should I change my flight to Saturday and get out of there and come here and be on the post show? Yeah. We'll see how it is. Just Uh, to me, to me, if I don't go to the media day, it's not, I can watch at home. You know, that's just what I can do. But I can't because I'm going to be at the concert on Thursday. So I will make it on time for Friday. And I'm not going to get rid of my tickets. Do you know how sure. long I've been waiting to see Taylor Swift at SoFi Stadium? 
Bro, um, I had floor seats for Loverfest. Going not to even Doja floor Cat. seats. Not even floor seats. Taylor Swift was going to be right here, Sean. Sean, look at my finger right here. And I was going to be right here. I'm not kidding you. Like, this was legit my seats for Loverfest. And I got screwed because of, well, life happens. Anyways, so. I didn't mean to go off like that. Yeah, you did. <laughs> no, yeah, I did. didn't. I I'll just got frustrated because everyone keeps asking me if I'm going to SummerSlam. I just everyone. realized. I just realized, damn, I'm salty right now. Why are you salty? Is it with I'm me? Going, no, because there was a date that I was going to miss anyway because the Bengals play Monday night football and they're playing the Jaguars Monday night football. I'll be at the Doja Cat concert that night in Columbus. So hey, I'm going to That miss reminds me, by the way, yeah. I'm not going to be here on, I think it's September 11th. Why you, you, you honoring people or something? No, I'm going to be at the Jets game. The, the first one. I know I'm doing the thing that you got mad at last time, by the way, I'm going to New York right before freaking uh, grand slam and I'm not going to grand slam. So yeah, I won't be here that Monday. FYI, I'm going on I'm vacation. salty. I gotta, I gotta fly to Chicago or something to see Doja Cat. Guys, until next time, we're out. Actually, Denise, plug your stuff. Plug your stuff, Denise. Oh, okay. Damn. Why is Sean obsessed with Doja Cat? Obsessed with Doja Cat. Hey, did you She's see her latest artist. controversy? Nah, who gives a shit? Oh, so you don't want to talk about it, huh? I don't know. I don't know what it is. I listen to the music. I don't pay attention to anything else. Oh, I'm sorry. Pardon me. I thought you did. Tell the people where they can find you, Denise. Oh, I thought you were about to tell me to let the people know the latest controversy. No, absolutely not. I'm always care. up to date with the drama. But anyways, YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. You guys know there's tons of content there. Uh, you can also check out my Cody interview, the Brandy interview, Chelsea's interview, Matt Cardona the Eric Young interview. And yeah, I'll be live pretty much every single day this week on there and dropping an interview on Thursday. S. Taylor says, what's up with the new nicknames? Dirty Dom, Big Bronson Reed, Reeks of VKM. Also, the Ring General Gunter is another official one. <laughs> I thought that one's As, been official. Yeah, but internally it is official, official. Oh. But uh, guys... I will find out what's behind that. It sounds like a Vince thing. It really does, but I don't know that for sure. Thank you all so much, guys. Until next time, we're out. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.